conversations about yesterday's animation. Animations. Saturday morning at Cartoon Fair. Days past. And welcome to the Days Past Tooncast. My name is Will. My name is Travis. And on this podcast, we have adult conversations about yesterday's animations. I feel like we both sound like someone's making us do this right now. My name is Will. Uh, you all know that. I'm happy to be here. Are you, Travis? Dude, I'm thrilled. Okay. I'm psyched. I'm pumped. Because we're covering a cartoon today that we've talked about many times, referenced on the yeah, show for, for sure. Five years now, yep. it gets thrown out uh-huh. there. It's should, like a, have, should have been done in 2017. You know, a lot of things should have been done you're in right. 2017. No, you're right, dude. Listen, yeah. long list of regrets. Yes. Yep. Uh, now, this episode <laughs> is sponsored by Lids. Uh, go to your local Lids store, and they yep. will sell you some hats. Yep. Hats are the name of the game on today's episode of Days Past Tooncast. Travis, are you a hat guy? Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Never. Because you want to show off this nice pelt of hair you got going well, on. Well, so first here. off, they they usually don't fit my head. I, I got a I got a big cabeza. Okay. So I'd have to special order a hat mm-hmm. uh, if it were to fit. Mm-hmm. I can wear bucket hats. That's that's where but you the buck stops. You really shouldn't. Though. I shouldn't. Yeah, most people shouldn't. That's that's the thing. That's a test. If you pass one uh-huh. and you don't put it on, it's like you passed. But if you buy it or you put it on, you've you need to go back to start. Yeah. So yeah. so the clasp never fits. It's it's a it's a real shit show over here. Okay. But you, okay. I've seen you rock a hat, man. You look yeah. And you do I your thing in them. I don't like wearing hats. Uh-huh. Uh, I feel like it's the kid in me that associated hats, especially like the thirteen year old with long hair in me, that associates hats with jocks or preps. Right. or some dumb shit. Yep. It's like, well, I wear it because my hair doesn't look good right now and I got to go somewhere or I'm going to work out and it would make sense to have a hat on. It's fine. Yeah. Just do yep. it. Just do it. You don't have to look like Jim Morrison all the time <laughs> or ever once you've reached a certain age. <laughs> but I mean, I'll, I'll wear hats. I I bought a couple recently like at the Academy Sports and Outdoors. They did have the right stuff. <laughs> the right price too? No. That in my opinion, yeah, it was not life. the right price and I do feel like this is anywhere you go. Hats should not cost more than $5. Yeah, you're right. And they do. Yeah, it's partial material. It's Yeah. I bought a couple hats and I bet it ran me like $40. Nice. And maybe one of them wicks sweat or something, but that uh. should be an $8 hat. <laughs> like a hat, a baseball hat, a cap should not cost any more than $5 and frankly should be mailed to you inside of a hieroglyphic covered yep, statue yep, uh-huh. as it was in this cartoon today. The main character of this cartoon receives a hat in the mail unbidden he didn't order it off of amazon no no and it was, I, it was gifted there needs to be like gifted. a hat committee out there that is just handing hats out yeah mm-hmm. they're there if you want them mm. but i don't like other hats either like a, a baseball hat or a baseball style cap uh-huh all i will do hell yeah i'm not gonna do a fedora i'm not gonna do oh, a yeah that's yeah that's that's just uh douche yeah, central like a beret uh-huh not unless <laughs> a i'm beret, paint- yeah if i'm if, maybe if i'm painting or i'm on like a secret special ops mission i yeah. would no actually if i was in special ops if it was a green beret i'll say guys I'll do everything you want me to do. I'll kill anybody. I won't wear the beret. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the hat hats are there mostly to serve a utilitarian purpose. For sure. Yes. For sure. And that's not untrue in this cartoon either. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a hat, a, a very particularly special hat to go with a very particularly special boy. Yeah. Our main character, the title character, the star of today's cartoon, Mighty Max. Mighty Max, Mighty Max. 
as we've discussed many times, yes. we both grew up as fans of this show. Oh, for sure, man. It was This was appointment viewing in the morning, but yes. I, I always missed it. Always missed the show. Well, that's it. I was thinking of it in that way, too. My memory of it is a before school watch. Oh, yeah. Which is a very different feeling oh, yeah. than an after school that's watch. That's a vibe. Yeah, that's a weird yeah. vibe. Yeah. Like Animaniacs uh, or Tiny Toons was going to be an after school watch for me. Yes. Then yes. something like Mighty Max or I guess Sailor Moon was being shown sometimes. I mean, there's lots <laughs> of shit. But like stuff that was in syndication, I think, is what was getting shown before school. Right. Because it was cheaper than Steven Spielberg's recent, <laughs> most recent outing into animation. Um, but like I associate eating Eggo waffles with this show. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. And that's a good thing and, to be associated and just, with. And just dreading the, the day, <laughs> dreading the school day. As we've talked about, it is like this is your last chance to get a fix for about eight hours uh. of something you want. Especially once you've gotten past kindergarten. Because kindergarten, I was playing in a sandbox. I was doing uh, oh, playing dude, house. Heavy. Yeah, I was drawing. Sandbox. I drew a picture of Showbiz Pizza and like wrote out the lyrics to the theme song and showed it to my teacher. Got a star for the day. Shit, like, yeah, bro. Kindergarten's great. If oh, yeah. all school was like kindergarten, I'd still be in school. Oh yeah. That's how they should run colleges is to be on the star system. <laughs> Billy Madison style. <laughs> yes, yeah. I get yeah. it. I wouldn't even want to progress. I would say no thanks. I'll stay. <laughs> this ran in syndication. As we were saying, yep. it surprised me because it strikes me as a Fox Kids original. It does. It yes, seems like yeah. something because it's got a lot of tood. It stars a very spunky, smarmy young boy who's wearing baggy jeans and sneakers and a, a shirt with his initial on it, uh-huh. you know, and he's got this, the shaggy blonde M, hair. M, 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 buddy. M. Yeah. And you can double up on that because uh-huh. it's Mighty Max. <laughs> uh, he is overflowing with one liners. Yeah. They're not particularly good. <laughs> I mean, I, look, the cartoon's good. Yeah. It is a good cartoon. It it's yeah. well made. It's drawn it's, well, yeah. It doesn't have to be as good as it is. Yeah. It's a toy cartoon. It's yeah. one of those yeah. where they just said, it's God. Surpa- yeah, it surpassed that, yeah. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's better than it has to be, but I find this character to be very annoying as much as I probably was like him at a certain age, but like he has lines like, Uh-oh, I think we're in deep dish pizza now. My power is how much my mouth runs. Mm-hmm. And I, I dig that. Like, I kind of still am that kid. Right. Uh, like, this this kid, Max, could have been the lead character in the movie Blank Check. You're right, because dude. That kid, I, man, I forgot about that think, movie, bro. And that's like a perfect archetype of this type of Hell character yeah. I'm talking yep. about because he is not a jock. He is not, I don't remember him being, he's not like a good student, yeah. but he's very smart and he has smarmy comebacks for everything. Oh, that was dark. Blank check. I get to be an underdog, but I also get to win uh-huh. at the end of the day. Yeah. And so that's how Mighty Max. I'm getting the pizza and the girl at the end. Yes. Yeah. I'm not trying as hard as the jock is or as the brainiac is. Yeah. I'm just street smart. And I know a bunch of references <laughs> that only writers in their 50s in 1991 would know. <laughs> that's that's my bailiwick. Yeah. Has the name Max gone away at this point? You know what? I mean, I I haven't met a Max in a in a long time, buddy. But you have known a Max. I have known a Max. Yeah. Yes. Do, mm-hmm. do you do you have a particular Max in mind, or do you just know you have? Oh, uh, you know what? It was a neighbor's kid. Mm-hmm. And that was it. <laughs> were you were you a kid at the time? No, no. Okay, nope, I was nope. gonna say because the way you nope. phrased that, nope, it's funny. I'm like, a, I'm eight years old. I'm like, yeah, my neighbor's kid. Yeah, <laughs> and me used to <laughs> no, play. My bad. Yeah, <laughs> it was just one of my one of my neighbors. Uh, he had a kid named Max. Max. Yeah. And that, you, that was it. What do you that, think? This was uh, what 2006. 
Okay, so it's re- it was, we have evidence as recently as 2006. Yeah, well, yeah he, he's a grown-up out there now. Ma- Max Max is definitely a grown-up in the world at this well, point. Well, we're assuming two things. One, yeah. that he survived, and two, that he yeah, kept the name. Yeah, you're right. No, yeah. you're right, dude. Yeah, you're right. But, I mean, he could have. I, Max, I don't mean to put you in the grave, man. I'm just saying, like, we're, we're, we we're having to make some assumptions. We have grave, don't we? Yes, yeah. Um, you? Any Maxes on your... I've your not side? known a Max that I can think of. I did know a Maxi. A girl named Ma- a woman named Maxie was yeah. a voice actor, and she super sweet, very nice person. Um, and I was like, I wonder what your full name is. Is it Maxie? Are you? Uh, did you just come like Maxie or, or Maximilian? Maximilian might be one, but mm-hmm. what is Maxie short for? Yeah, right. In the nineties, you had the something to the max was super prevalent in yeah. our language. Yeah, that was oh, like that cowabunga. Yeah, that thing's Grody to the max. Uh-huh. Usually paired with Grody. <laughs> you often paired with Grody. Yeah. It's usually something that's not good to the max. Um, and then there's, of course, TJ Maxx. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do people call that the Max? I don't think so. Should people call it the Max? Yes. Now you asked it right. I asked the right question. Was the Max also the name of a club on like... The Max, the Max. Was it the place that they hung out on Saved by the Bell or something? One of these shows? Do we do we want to go down this? Uh, sure. Hole? Listen, dude, I'll, I'll fall down this I hole. I don't know. I kind of feel like we've talked about Mighty Max for like two seconds. Maybe maybe we can hold. You know, we've covered all the Maxes we need. I just wanted to touch on Max because I feel like it's not a name. It, it's about as far away from some of the name trends that have been going on for a bit. Where for a while it was we're going to be naming our baby girls after uh, great grandmothers uh-huh. like Pearl and Edna and Louise. Names that you associate with like diner waiters, you know, uh-huh. old, aging diner waitresses <laughs> in movies. Not names that you typically think of for a young lady, but now are more prevalent. Yeah. Uh, Max is kind of the opposite of that. It, it's a very nineties, eighties me generation name yes 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 we talked a lot about hats talked a lot about the maxes the max has a hat (laughs) yes here's the thing yeah the hat's special because it allows max to open portals baby portal heavy it's a portal heavy tune oh man yeah and the 90s were as i was watching this cartoon i realized the 90s was all about portals. Yeah, baby. I mean, X-Men, portals happening all the time. Yes. Carmen Sandiego, we've oh, already dude. covered. They're yep. constantly moving through portals. Yes. Sliders, the TV show. They would step through a portal You're into right. a universe. Yeah. That ran for five seasons. Yes. What if you could travel to parallel worlds? The same year, the same Earth, only different dimensions. My friends and I found the gateway. Now the problem is finding a way back home. It was a portal heavy era. Yeah. We love this idea of stepping through a circle in the air. <laughs> Usually that's what it looks like. And, yeah. and that's what I would want to do. If like it was a square, I'd be like, wait a minute. Where is this headed? That's too much. That's like yeah. a door, dude. But like a swirling circle in the air that you just kind of step through. It looks like it's made out of electricity. Yeah. You know? Uh-huh. It could take your life. It could not. It could, yeah, it depends. And if yeah. it closes before you're all the way through, like your foot gets cut off or whatever. Oh, dude, the worst, man. Yeah. It's bad. Yeah. You don't want that. Yeah. No. Yeah. Get there fast. I mean, it's, just learn learn the dynamics of portals, okay? Yeah. They're in our lives now. <laughs> it's very portal heavy because that is really Max's, I mean, aside from his street smarts uh-huh. and his razor sharp wit, yeah. Max's only special thing about him, aside from whatever the prophecy says about him being a chosen one, which is yeah. uh, its own thing, but is that there's a hat, the cosmic cap 
that he wears and it opens up portals when he's near them. Yep. And they go through them. And it could take you to another place on Earth. Uh. They travel all over the planet in this first episode that we watched. It could take you to another dimension. Uh-huh. I bet it probably could take you through time. I haven't read all the synopses of episodes. Yeah. I am I am working my way through them, I promise. Yes. Yeah, every night before yes, bed. Please. Yeah. But I'll just go through the Wikipedia reading the summaries. Uh-huh. Um I mean, yeah, it just takes it's a very powerful hat. Very, very powerful. Cool thing to have, right? Yeah, dude, for sure. Yeah. Well, He's got that, uh-huh. but that's it. Like that's like you shoot him, the the kid's dead. It's not yeah, like he can sure. lift a truck yeah, or anything. I mean, whoever whoever owns thy hat has thy thy power. Yes. Luckily, he does have a couple buddies to fill in some of the blanks here because we said he is not powerful physically. Yep. And he is not as smart as he is. Yeah. He is not book smart. I would say. Boom. Boom. Yep. I'm saying it. Yep. I don't care. <laughs> Max, come find me. Yeah, for sure. Dude. We'll talk it out. Maybe yeah. you went to school eventually, uh-huh. but Just, yeah. Just flick his hat off him and it's a normal fight. Exactly. After that. Yeah. And you hold it up and like throw yeah. it to your friend uh-huh. over him. And he's like, yeah. guys, come Ma- on, give it just back. Just play Max in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> his two friends are a stuffy bird man named Virgil. I'm not a fowl. I am not a chicken. No, I'm not a fowl. fowl. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> I mean, it, it doesn't seem like you want to be a fowl either because yeah, yeah, he's yeah. constantly being called a chicken because uh-huh. he looks like a chicken. Yeah. <laughs> then he says, I'm not a chicken. I'm a fowl, which... I, I guess that's an upgrade. My name is Virgil, and I'm a fowl, not a chicken. <clears throat> he is there to teach Max how to be a hero. He knows the mission. He knows the he mission. Knows the mission he has right. a map of portals. He is the one that will be the, come to me with any questions. <laughs> he is the wise the wise owl. The wise, the, tree, yeah. the wise owl that is not an owl. <laughs> yes. He is a fowl. Yes. And then on the physical side... On the protection side, you got to have some muscle. We got Norman, baby. We got a thick slab of man meat named uh-huh. Norman. Yeah. <laughs> who is just a big, he's just a big dude with like an arm bandage going uh-huh. all the way down one arm, some huge shoulder pads and a giant sword. Yeah. A man, a few words. This is going to be fun. So one of these guys is brainy and stuck up. Yeah. The other one is stoic and no nonsense. Between those two pieces of bread, you've got the smarmy meat that is Mighty Max. Yep, you got Garfield. It is like they created these other two characters to allow for maximum maximum space for Max to be Max because one of them takes things really seriously and wants him to pay attention like a teacher would and is prim and proper. And he can push back on that and be like, oh, but I want to do things my way. And then the big tough guy, he can kind of fuck with you yeah. know and kind of like poke at him a little bit and be like yeah but you're not gonna hurt me i'm the chosen one and be like that with him and then also any trouble he gets himself with with his fucking mouth this guy's gonna take care of it uh-huh. it's like a john connor in t2 yes with the terminator yeah. Yeah. this guy's your terminator so it's set up so that we we just like dramatically want to set it up so this kid can mouth off to anybody and always seem like the coolest i'm the coolest <laughs> dude you got angsty teenager down oh bro. man dude <laughs> What do I have to be angsty about? Everybody's about me. <laughs> this chicken man's going to do whatever I want. <laughs> My name's the main title of the show. <laughs> That's right. Manny Max. <laughs> Why is the show happening, though? <laughs> Where is the conflict? What's the problem here? You got a, you got a magic hat. Uh-huh. You got a couple buddies. Sounds like a cool hangout. <laughs> Sounds like something I, you know, you might like see like as a five minute short on YouTube or something right. like, you know, a little, a little uh, web series they've used to call them. Well, there is a problem. Yeah, there is a big problem, a big old problem, an arch enemy for Mighty Max by the name of Skullmaster, uh-huh. <laughs> who is an other dimensional conqueror, yeah. as you would expect from the name. 
he does live in a skull volcano yeah. in another world, like that's an underground, or maybe it's not under another world. Is it? Are they in the center of the Earth? Is that what they're trying to tell us on this show? I thought it was an alternative. I thought so too. Space because the Earth is not hollow. This, right. Unless this is a show made by Hollow Earth people, uh-huh. like people who believe that <laughs> this is a show by Hollow Earthers to. Brainwashed our children. That's why we have so many hollow earthers out there. That makes sense. God damn it. Yeah, that actually. Fuck. He just connected the dots for me on that one. He's either in a hollow earth or he's in another dimension. We'll say another dimension. Yeah. (laughs) He lives in a skull volcano there. Looks awesome. It's like if you carved a jack-o'-lantern into a giant volcano. Hell yeah. That's what he lives in. Uh, it's a skullcano. Yeah, magma everywhere. Everywhere. I mean, Everything's the, made out of magma and yeah, rocks. Magma's everywhere. Right. I love it. Yeah. Now he's not. Here's the thing. What's his theme? Not that. Uh-huh. His theme is not rocks and volcanoes. Right. His theme. I don't know because his name is Skullmaster. He's a big, pale, muscular man who is bald. He does have his skin. Uh, <laughs> barely. Because this yeah. is this is. I mean, this is 1993, and we're still basically copying Skeletor. He is still the He's number the one guy. Yeah, he's the gold yeah. standard. Yeah. You have to start with a Skeletor type and then tweak it from there. Yeah. But the name Skullmaster, I expected him to to have a you know, a present, a nude skull yes. as a head. <laughs> I He's just bald. I expected him to have many skulls around him, perhaps on his throne yeah. or on his belt or something. There wasn't any of that. I think all we have is that he actually has a skull he, in his head underneath skin. And you and I are just <laughs> as much Skullmasters as him. You're right. Then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And is he, right. does he command skulls? Is he the, is he, he has mastered skulls. He has a master's in skulls. I don't, Glenn Danzig has a master's in skulls. No, you're right, dude. You're but right. Yeah, Rob I, Zombie. Rob master Zombie. In, master he, in skulls. He's probably yeah. got an, like a, like a. PhD. Or even like he didn't even have to study, but for his works, uh-huh. like when they give you an honorary degree, <laughs> yeah. like he has an honorary degree in yeah, skulls. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He, I don't know. I mean, he doesn't seem especially concerned with skulls. I'm just gonna say that uh-huh. it is a cool sounding name. Yeah. Uh, probably the name came first, and then they said, right. "We'll figure it out later." <laughs> um, but that he wants to, I guess. I don't feel like he really very well stated what he's after. Yeah. It's pretty easy to to tell from the context of the show that he wants some kind of dominance over the world. Yeah. They, you know the the. Standard. Yeah, I mean, he wants to be in charge. They kind of drop in the background a news story that volcanic islands are raising in the world, and then don't talk about it ever again. Half volume two, half volume well. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Yeah. it's not something you you are reminded of again after the first time it's. So I, that's what made me start wondering: Is he inside the Earth, causing these to be (laughs) to show up? Who knows? Doesn't matter. Just assume he's just your basic bad guy. He wants something, and he will do anything to get it. Doesn't like Mighty Max, believes that he's the chosen one, whatever that means in this prophecy. We will get into the plot of this first episode later. Uh, but, you know, you get it. If you've ever seen any good versus evil anything, mm-hmm. this guy is the evil one. He's bad. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Typically, we don't have like bone friends, bone heroes. <laughs> there, I mean, Skeleton Warriors was a cartoon around this time. So yeah, you're right. that was, they were trying to uh, clap back yep. at the Skullmasters and the Skeletors of the world by saying, no, we can be good. Yes. And then eventually, what nightmare on uh not my nightmare on Elm Street nightmare before Christmas uh Jack oh, Skellington yeah, of yeah. course but skeleton representation at this time was yeah. <laughs> pretty stereotypical and it was problematic <laughs> luckily we've moved on since then why why else is all this happening why is there any again why is there any conflict well you have a bad guy you have a prophecy that says it's supposed to happen yep often referenced 
rarely really understood, at least by me. But why? Why really? Why? Why really? Why really in the real world? Yeah. Like step out of this fucking cartoon for a second. Yeah. Why is this cartoon happening? Dude, the same reason. Almost every cartoon is. Yes. Because the Bluebird Toy Company wanted to sell their Mighty Max toys. Yep. (laughs) The Mighty Max toys, if you don't know what they were, they were... (laughs) Various sizes of small themed play sets, rarely any bigger than like, I, I guess, I don't your know, like a, like a hamburger, <laughs> yeah, your fist, or like a hamburger bun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They look like, they typically would look like a spider or the head of a snake or yeah. a monster, a skull, yeah. something like that, that you would open it up and there would be a very teeny tiny miniature play set inside. Oh, so yeah. like yep. we have a gray, a castle gray skull here in the room. Yeah, we do. You open it up. It's full of good stuff. If you just shrunk that down and put it into basically a pocket watch that looked like a skull, uh-huh. you would have a mighty max. And each one had an adventure that was supposed to be going on for Mr. Max. Hell that yeah. it's, you know, he's this time he's fighting the snake men. And next time he's fighting the, the snake women. And then yeah. after that, who knows? There's I some mean, zombie pirates out there too. Y- there's some check that kind out. of, yeah. yes, it, a lot of horror, <laughs> Sometimes sci-fi themed stuff. Like it was always a fantasy. It wasn't just like, well, he's out trying to get medicine to Africa or something like that. They didn't have that play set. Like that would have been interesting, but they didn't have that one. This definitely hit a sweet spot for me as a kid watching the commercials. Oh, hell yeah. Because we had this awesome theme song that was not in the show. Yep. The show has a very boring theme with no lyrics whatsoever. You couldn't you couldn't just say Mighty Max to Uh the Max or something. Jesus. In the commercials, you have Mighty Max, Mighty Max. The commercials really sold me on it. Of course, the cameras are pushing in really close, so you don't see just how small these things really are. Yeah, for sure. My diagnosis of the Mighty Max toys having, I think, purchased one as a child or had one purchased for me. Too small. It's too fucking small. Why are they so small? Like, make them 10% bigger, even. I I bought into this idea. I you know I'm, I was like a very taken by imagination kind of kid. Yeah, I could really focus down on just two action figures if I wanted to. But this I bought into this idea of like each one is an adventure and a whole world unto itself. Watch out for that first step. It's not over, Mighty Max. Will Max get fried? His fate is in your hands. Mighty Max, Mighty Max. You can collect all his adventure sets, each sold separately. Mighty Max figure included from Mattel. But in practice. It's so fucking tiny. I'm worried I'm going to break something that, if I just breathe on it. You're losing three items off top. Yes, When yes. you open it, they're gone. Yeah, three and, items. The, and the Mighty Max figure is so small. Like, you you <laughs> need tweezers to move it around inside the thing. Just not. And there were various sizes. They And they had different names for the different sizes. Like, horror heads were bigger. Oh, okay. Doom zones were smaller. They had different sizes. And there were some that were closer to a playset size. But then you're kind of defeating the point. But actually, I don't want that. Yeah. Don't want it. Give me a Grayskull. Give me a Ghostbusters... A firehouse. Yeah, give me the TMNT alley. Give me your standard. Yes, not this. I just didn't work for me. Yeah, same. Um, but I did buy one. I, they did get me. They hooked me to buy one. Uh-huh. Hooked, I was good for one. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is not only another tune of many that we've covered based on the toy line, and that will be a that'll never change. That will never change. No. Most of them are. No. But it's also another case of a popular girls' toy now for boys. Do boys want it too? Yeah, right. We'll find a way. <laughs> Like stone protectors trying to be a TMNT version of trolls. So boys buy into treasure trolls. (laughs) Mighty Max was an attempt to catch the boys market with a decidedly doodlier take on a popular girl's toy, Polly Pocket. I'm Polly Pocket. Want to see what's new? Really fun compacts just for you. Polly Pocket has 
I also remember these commercials. Hell yeah. Kind of appealed to me a little bit. <laughs> Walking down the street, Polly Pocket. Always goes back to Hell yeah. Pretty la- Pretty Woman, yeah, Pretty dude. Lady, yeah. the knockoff version. <laughs> That's the Walmart version, the store brand. Bluebird Toys made Polly Pocket. Yep. They had been making it since 83. This is a British toy company. The way that Polly Pocket worked, very similar, but uh, being for <laughs> girls and the way that we, you know, made things very, very specifically for stereotypes of what a girl or a boy is and what they might want. Yeah. Um, they were makeup compacts, essentially. So like the little clamshells that you would open up and there's a tiny secret dollhouse inside uh-huh. for tiny secret dolls, the secret dolls to play in. <laughs> No one knows. No one will ever know what you're doing over in the corner of your house. Oh, nothing, mom. I'm just putting on makeup. It's like a James Bond thing almost. Like uh-huh. where it's like you if you like Bond, if you open this up, then there will be a secret dollhouse inside and you can play and entertain yourself. You can play with it when you use the restroom. Yes, exactly. When you're when you're on the toilet, you can play with it. Find yourself lost in another world. <laughs> Of makeup and dandy. Oh, shit. Can you imagine James Bond? You stumble across and shit. He's just. I love the image of. <laughs> I'm thinking Brosnan, James Bond, uh-huh. just a front on shot of him sitting on the toilet, pants are down, pulls out the pocket. He's like, hello, Polly. How have, are you today? Having a tea party with, yeah. with Polly. Yeah. That's what it is. I mean, that's and nice. I, I get the appeal. Um, Again, once they put it into practice for me, a young boy who definitely wanted the max. Yeah. I wanted to take it to the max. Uh-huh. And then I decided to turn it back down. <laughs> Uh, turn, turn the knob back down. That's too loud. So Bluebird had hit the jackpot with Polly Pocket. It was really working. They saw that the boys weren't buying the Polly Pocket. Don't know if they thought they might or if they just realized, hey, we've only targeted one half of the possible uh-huh. audience here. Let's throw the boys some action, some doom zones, some horror heads. Yeah. And they did. And it was pretty fucking popular. They made a lot of these things. Yes, for sure. It was yeah. successful for the brief time that it was. It was. It was successful while it was successful. Yeah. And then it wasn't successful. <laughs> but that's a, a different story for later. <laughs> but but you bought one though. You had one. I had one. Yeah, man. I think I, it was like a copperhead snake. That's what it yeah. looked like. Yeah. That's badass. Dude. And it was just like, and I just want because it's a regret buy. I had so many of these <laughs> as a kid. Where it, same thing with the video game. Yeah. Like where where you rent a video game on a Friday, return it on Monday, right? Yep. But you're making your choice of the one video game that you're going to be your whole weekend is going to be this. Uh-huh. And I'm like I bought I rented Populous, which was a a world building management game. Didn't know that it was for NES or whatever. Yeah. I couldn't figure out what the fuck to do with it. This is my game for the weekend. And now I'm so angry and sad and like fucking like almost in tears because I've just wasted this opportunity. Oh, yeah. And I'm also feeling guilty. I'm like, oh, my parents spent money on this thing and I don't even want it. And Mighty Max, the toy that I got was an immediate regret Regret. purchase. Like in the car, you realize. Uh, Yes. I was like, wait, I don't like playing with the tiniest (laughs) microscopic toys in the world. I want to see them move around. They don't have arms that move. My vision's bad. I haven't even told my parents about that. Yeah, it's it was just immediate regret by it's like, oh, no, I, you know, I spent it's not even I spent my parents money because the concept of money was lost on me. Yeah, it's more for like, sure. I have only so many opportunities per month, year, whatever to ask for the toy and it just and receive it. And this is one of them. And I just wasted that opportunity on a Mighty Max toy. Uh-huh. And now I have to do something with it. And it's like one of the few toys that just got put away, not used anymore. Sorry. <laughs> No good, but it's, I don't know. There's, there's just a certain deep regret. Yeah, I get it. It's like the same regret that like an old man who wishes he would have, you know, uh, talked to that. Danced with his daughters. Yes. Talk, dance with his daughters. Talk to that woman in the diner, whoever it was. He's like on his deathbed. Like if I had died as a kid, Uh I would have been on my deathbed and be like, why did I buy Mighty Max? Why didn't I just get a second Slimer? Uh." 
Um, so yeah, I had one, didn't like it. It was popular enough, and they were trying to spread the the max of it all uh-huh, yeah, around to enough. The max, yep. They spread. You know who took it to the max? Who's that? McDonald's. Fuck yeah, took it to the max. Oh yeah, as they usually yeah. do. Happy Meal toys based on Mighty Max. They released two play sets that way. Okay, hell yeah. Had I known that at the time, and I was usually pretty up on what was going You're on with Happy the, Meal toys. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Pretty yeah. up on that. Yeah, we always had a pretty good uh, finger on the pulse. We because sure. the commercials were constantly telling us. Yeah. Kids, you need to go force your parents at gunpoint to uh-huh. drive you to buy our food and also get the, because that's the only way you're going to get that yeah. toy. So the way you're going to get the grimace standing on top of a stone. And you always have that awkward conversation with the guy at the drive through like, hey, do you have any more? Okay. Like, he already has this one. Yes. Can I get the? This is because I, I remember being a kid and I want to say it was like a Batman animated series one uh-huh. or something. And I mean, we, we went to McDonald's fairly often. We ate it fast yeah. food fairly often, but we must have gone like twice in the same week because- I got a Batman. It was cool. Then we went again. I got the same Batman. And I asked my mom, like, can, I got the same one. What can we do about this? She was like, well, go. I don't know if this is a good parenting move or not. Should I be the one to just go ask the lady at the front part of McDonald's, like the cashier at McDonald's? Hey, I already got this one. Can I have another one? Can I have different? You got different Batman back there? And then they were like, well, we don't have a different Batman for full grown kids. But we do have the baby toys uh-huh. that are for kids under four. Yeah. The Happy Meals that are for under four. We can give you that. So they gave me that, and I'm sure it was like had no edges on it. It was all just like beveled off so that I yeah. couldn't swallow it and hurt myself or whatever. <laughs> but like I look back on something like that, I'm like, I guess that is that a, a good lesson for me, or is that you could have just asked for it at the drive through I don't know. I don't and, know what to make no of that. no McDonald's employee has ever went looking through the basket of toys to find no. it. Exactly. I'm sure they reach underneath. They're like, oh, God. Yeah, yeah, let me... Yeah, how about this? They just Boom, pull nothing. out like I can give you like a sussa. I can give you a pacifier. <laughs> you want that? You fucking baby. Bink, Is that bink? good for you? You yeah. want a bink bink? I had it, but I mean, <laughs> but apparently Mighty Max, you know, they 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 got to take a bite out of that particular meal. Yeah. Of, I mean, McDonald's exposure is big, big oh, exposure. Dude. Yeah, it's big time, bro. Yeah. yeah. It's like Ronald McDonald's going to do a commercial with the Fry Guys and Grimace and the Hamburglar, oh, Mayor out. McCheese, yeah. all the, uh, the 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 uh, chicken woman. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Not not from Kids in the Hall, but like the, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got The you. one that's wearing uh, pink overalls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they're going to do their whole thing and then at the end, it's like, and now this week, make sure to get Batman the Animated Toys. They're available. Uh-huh. And you're like, yeah. oh my God, what? <laughs> like, you already you already lulled me in with this McDonald's world. I uh-huh. really wish that there had been, you know, because now there's like we've got the Super Mario Brothers world at Universal. Yeah. I would love to visit the McDonald's land theme park if there was such a thing. Not for the food, but it looks kind of like a fun world, like oh, yeah. the Mario yeah, world. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> it looks incredible. Like you got fry guys talking to you off to the side, eating those nice lemon flavored oh, cookies. I said it's not about the food. And yet now right. here I yeah. am right yeah, away talking about hungry, cookies. I think. Yeah. We are kind of hungry. Yeah, I am. A couple of hungry guys. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> Part of the success story, though, from Mighty Max, of course, was the cartoon, which is why we are all gathered here today uh-huh. to discuss Mighty Max. Yes. Finally, finally, Mighty Max, the cartoon. Yep. It ran from 93 to 94, 40 episodes over two seasons. Not a bad run. Yeah, for sure, dude. And we watched the series premiere entitled A Bellwether in One's Cap. Now, while we were briefly reviewing the cartoon uh, before the mics were hot, uh-huh. <laughs> we heard Max speak some lines. And Travis, I asked you, do you know who is playing Max? Yes. And you said, I do. I do. And then you stopped. <laughs> it's like, as long as there's, we don't go forward yeah, from uh, that. Yeah. It's like, and then you started listening to him talk. You didn't ever want there to be a second where I thought you did know who it was. Uh-huh. But now it's time to figure out who it is. 
Yeah. <laughs> and the time has come. I must pay yes. the piper. In my opinion, not a bad performance, but sounds a little too old to be this kid. This uh. kid looks like 11, <laughs> and he's more smarmy than spunky. And refer to the DPTC spunky smarmy chart uh, <laughs> on our website if you really want to know more about that. We have a pamphlet we can hand out to you. Max is played by Rob Paulson. Robbie P. Yeah, yes. Robbie P. Don't mess with me, buddy. Uh, I know the ancient deadly art of, um, uh, voodoo. Yeah, yeah, and I can rip your eyes out and show them to you before you die. I mean, legend on this show, legend everywhere in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Everywhere, everywhere. <laughs> um, he, he does, I mean, you can hear the Ralph, uh, the Ra- Raphael from TMNT a yep. little bit in this. Yep. But he played so many of these characters. I mean, he was on Animaniacs, he was Yakko. So it's like he, he played all these mouthy characters that have toods. And some of it's the lines, some of it's the performance. But uh-huh. it's like, I, this kid got on my nerves so fucking fast. <laughs> I just wanted to break his neck. Because I'm just like, okay, come on, man. You're hiding some, you're not being vulnerable. There's a lot going on in your life and you're not reacting to it right. You are letting it all come out sideways with these. Man, your I guess mom's in, never home. Okay, exactly. I, he just sounds too much like an adult. You're a and tortured I, soul. I'm thinking of the kid. Oh, Zach, the the little brother on Carmen San Diego. Yes, the, one of the two. Like that guy's. He's basically this character. Yep. just with an army jacket on. Yep, for sure. And he sounds more kiddish while still being played by someone who's a. I think an adult at the time. Yeah. <laughs> it, it would have been such a perfect fit for this. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So, I mean, Rob, I don't want to take uh, food out of your kids' mouths or anything, uh-huh. but like this is one gig you could have given up to that voice actor. Come on. Yeah, he just slid into it. Probably yeah. didn't have to well, I mean, audition. He was, yeah, exactly. Like he was probably just putting that guy in everything at that yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We catch up with old Max. He's not mighty yet. <laughs> Give him some time. He'll be mighty uh-huh. by the end. Yep. Don't worry. Max comes home after school to his house, which is full of tribal masks yeah. and empty of moms uh, <laughs> or parents of, of any kind. Right. This is to let us know that his mom is an archaeologist. The house is big. It like, is very big. It's a nice house. Yeah. It's, a, it's a spacious place. We know that his dad is not in the picture. Uh-huh. Dad's never mentioned. So his mom on a single parent archaeologist salary yep. has a two-story kind of a mansion of a house. Yeah. That doesn't that doesn't jibe for me. Uh. I and she's off doing her own thing. Like she's she leaves a voicemail for him on the message machine. Hiya Max. Mom here. I'm off in Mexicali at the Mucho Grande swap meet. I'll be back late. Dinner's yesterday's buffalo stew. See you then. And whether it's buffalo meat or buffalo yeah, flavoring yeah, or both, we don't right. know. Yep. But he, and he doesn't want that. He's chewing gum. Yeah. That's what cool kids do. But this is <laughs> This is a very 90s version of what archaeologists or even paleontologists do, like that they're out there adventuring all the time, Uh having fun, like doing doing stuff that would take them away from the house and just cash and checks. Yeah. And just as a kid watching Jurassic Park, that's what I wanted to be. Yes. Oh, yeah. I thought I was going to be saving dinosaurs. Yeah. And and I I thought I was going to be Indiana Jones or at least finding dinosaur bones exclusively. Uh huh. Not like finding arrow, possibly an arrowhead. Oops. No, it's just an indentation on a rock. Like that's what that job seems like it's got to be one of the most boring gigs in the world not to put it down yeah. just like i don't want to be dusting off rocks <laughs> let them be dusty they're they're meant to be dusty so this is such a particular slice of time where this is what we thought archaeologists were like yeah they're rock stars dude yeah but that's why she's not there 
She's clearly not around very much that they're selling us this idea that he is a latchkey kid. Uh huh. Maybe she should be home more because Max's room for me yeah. was alarming. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Not because it's, I mean, he doesn't have like, I don't know, serial killer pictures up on the wall or something like that. Well, you don't know it's behind the TVs. This is true. Well, that was the start. That was the start for me. You heard it right. TVs. Yes. He opens his door and as the door hits a button on the wall, five televisions on the same channel. Thickbacks. The thickback TVs. Yeah. I mean, it's 93. So that's all you got. Yeah. (laughs) Five televisions that are stacked on top of each other all turn on to the same channel. And and it's on the news or whatever. Uh-huh. That's not what's on them is not important. <laughs> so they have they have money for five televisions. Those weren't cheap back then. For like sure, so, dude. she's really she must be finding a lot of dino bones. Uh-huh. And as you and I both know, and I don't want to get too far. I don't want to get into it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But she's probably doing it wrong. How many times have archaeologists led us astray, whether oh, on sure. purpose or on accident? We've discussed it before. Need we bring up the brontosaurus? No, Need I don't want to have to touch that again. That's yeah, that's, that's that's messy. That is fire for hot for me. But that's a weird thing for, I mean, I guess as a kid, you're like, maybe you would think to do that and then uh-huh. do it and be like, oh, I guess this isn't that great. Yeah. But then most kids' rooms that are like, oh, look at this cool kid's room <laughs> at this point in time are like a bunch of posters on the wall. Like yeah. it's covered a video game system. They have all kinds of shit in there. It's more of a mess. Yeah. His room, he has the television stacked up. He has a neon sign that says maximize on the wall. And the max part is like highlighted. Yeah. Um, I thought it was just graffiti on the wall. Like he yeah, just yeah, is yeah. like turning feral and just drawing on walls <laughs> and stuff. But there's that. And then there's not much else in the room yeah. and it's not well kept, but it's also not, it's just like he doesn't have belongings Yeah, and you never see him in other clothes. It's like he's ne- never even settled in, man. No. To live. Kid Life. doesn't feel at home at home. It's a bummer. I just, it felt like uh, they should go back. If they ever do release this on home video, which they barely have, they should redraw that scene yeah, just for, for the sure. sake of everyone watching. Cause it's, it's harrowing. It's a, it's a bummer. It's a bummer, yeah. man. No wonder that kid wants to go exploring, <laughs> running between portals, between worlds and all kinds of shit. Like, uh-huh. yeah, he doesn't feel like he has a home. He's got $28,000 worth of televisions <laughs> stacked in the corner of his Seriously, room. Seriously. And who put them up there? That shit's heavy. Yeah, it is. And this bro. kid's kind of, he's a scrawny, he's a shrimp. Yeah. He's a little shrimp. <laughs> Also, just to let you know where this kid's at, uh, he comes in. We describe the room. He has a bust of Socrates. Yes. And he lays uh-huh. his books down in front of this bust of Socrates and says, bless, bless this, this homework, homework oh wise one. one. <laughs> I don't like it, man. No, thank you on that one. If I was his parent, he would be grounded for saying that. If I have kids, they're not going to get punished for like behaviors. They're going to get punished for bad comedy uh-huh. like that pun's gonna get you two weeks without television and no screens period Dude, they gotta learn bro they gotta, they gotta learn gotta like learn, that man. shit there's that shit doesn't fly with me yeah, yeah, yeah. that doesn't work for me yeah, um you he, will you will die single you will die single yeah that shit kind of puns, this is dude. the kind of person mm, i'm not even talk about yeah, it yeah yeah uh, i encountered I people who i think grew up out of this being a comedic influence <laughs> i will say i i i have seen it well you know those people and you know as soon as you hear their first pun you're like what oh okay Where's the exit door on this conversation and our relationship? <laughs> but here's the, I, I, this part I do like, yeah. and it to, it's totally in sync with all the, anything you would expect out of these, these nineties boys, <laughs> those nineties boys. Yeah. He has an iguana, a pet iguana named Thor. Yeah. Good business. Yeah. Not bad. Humanizing him a little bit. Yeah, I I'll love, take it. I, I've come to love uh, lizards. I love them. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. I see him in the yard. My dog Benny is trying to go get one. I'm saving that lizard, man. I'm trying Hell to save yeah. that lizard. Take him back to the alley. Say, hey, I love you, but you can't be here because uh-huh. there's a bigger boy here and he's blood to me. So at the end of the day, you're going to lose out, but I want you both to live in yeah, the world. Cohabitate. Yeah. 
but separately. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you can cohabitate as far as the planet goes. <laughs> yes. That's how you say it to Someone who wants to move in with you, like, I'm totally into cohabitation. I yeah. love the idea. Yeah, we could both live on this Planet-wide earth. Planet-wide cohabitation, 100%. Yeah, support. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. I say everybody, let's all do it. Let's get, all, get everybody in there on that. <laughs> Knock at the door. Yep. Package for Miss... <laughs> Sorry. I was trying to do Foley. <laughs> <laughs> so those who can't see, Travis looked at me. Very seriously, yeah. and just did a single. He was trying to knock on the door. He knocked on the desk. One knock, <laughs> barely audible. Alice add, and then action figures started falling down. Yeah, yeah, that backfired. <clears throat> yeah, that happened. are they okay? Who fell? Yeah, it's all good. It was a dinosaur. Okay, it well, they must have heard what we were talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Knock at the door. Yes. Knock, knock, knock. There yes, you go. there you go. Uh, it is a package for Mister Max, mm-hmm. not for his mom. Yep. Inside the package. A treasure chest. Yep. Inside the treasure chest is a statue of a bird man. Later, we'll find out it's Virgil, who is yep. a fowl, but not a chicken. Yep. That has Egyptian hieroglyphics yep. on its on side. There, yep. Yes. And of course, his mom being a cool archaeologist, Max finds a book. To transcribe. To transcribe oh, hieroglyphics yeah. immediately. <laughs> yeah. Again, he's a smart kid. Yeah. But I feel like he's probably like a C student. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah. I mean, he's not trying. Yeah, for sure. Because he has no he has no direction. Yeah. No one's checking his his... <laughs> progress reports like my mom did right so he's not making it he would make a fake progress report oh for if he sure. had to but yeah. absolutely this kid yeah 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 i have more in common with max than i when i realized <laughs> translates the hieroglyphics they say you have been chosen to be the cap bearer go to the mini mart <laughs> that's in the translation yeah which is pretty funny he drops the statue i seemingly on accident good thing he did because inside of it is the cosmic cap a red hat yep <laughs> now, before anybody turns off the podcast, before anybody wants to, you know, call, rate, us, call get, us names, get, get the torches out for Max, because I mean, we're just talking about the guy for starters. Definitely yeah. don't cancel us. Yeah. But before you try to put Max on cancel trial, <laughs> Red Hats did not have the connotation in 1993 that they do today uh-huh. after 2015, 2016. OK, yeah, yeah. this is the cosmic cap. It just says M on it for Max or Mighty or both or make a Ma- Never mind. Could, it could, could, be, could be a MAGA hat. <laughs> well, now I'm thinking, uh-huh. did Max grow up? Oh, fuck. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. I used to like Max. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well did. I mean, as a kid, I'd uh-huh. say I hate him now already before <laughs> this this possible revelation. I don't want to no, know what. Yeah. Just one M, that's not enough for me. Okay. No, no. We're not going to okay. paint him as a MAGA. All okay. Right. But for those that want to, just keep in mind, I, I it was sent to him. True. Yeah. And if somebody sends you a hat in the mail, as they should, for free, that's how it should be done. Yep. You're going to try it on. Yeah. And if you do try it on, you might be lucky as Max, who has an energy burst emit from the hat. Yep. And then we cut away to either another dimension or deep within our own planet. Who knows? Yep. Deep inside the Skullcano, Skullmaster has a crystal through which he views various doings and transpirings, and it's glowing, 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 glowing. Mm-hmm. Only the chosen one could do this, Skullmaster says. He's coming as prophesies. Yep. The first time we're hearing about a prophecy yeah. and all of this. A prophecy, people don't make prophecies these days. No. I mean, when they do, yeah. they're cult leaders, and they don't come true, and you keep having to reset the you know, the apocalypse date. Uh-huh. <laughs> the, the ancient ones are always going to be the best ones because there's mystery around it, and it's like, well, 
Who knows what happened back then? Right. I see you and you're wearing Air Jordans and you're telling me that you can also talk to God. I don't think the two can exist, uh-huh. you know, kind of thing. <laughs> um, but there's a prophecy and Skullmaster is afraid of the chosen one from the prophecy. Yep. The prophecy just seems to be that Mighty Max will wear a hat that takes him through portals and will stop Skullmaster. Uh-huh. What the bigger picture is in any of that? Yeah, it's anyone's, to what end? it's anyone's guess. Uh, anyone's guess. They right. talk about it way more than anyone needs to hear about it because of the lack of details mm-hmm. that they give you about it or its importance. What is important to know is that Skullmaster is acted almost too well for this cartoon. <laughs> almost too well. I mean, he's really good. He has this really big speech, like a monologue at the beginning of the episode, oh, yeah, just to dude. kind of tease us it sets in. Sets the tone. Yeah, yes. sets the tone for it. Yeah. On the surface, in the sun, dig a path for me to be free. Yeah, he's Christian Bale in it right yes. now. Yes. Yeah. It's like, I kind of want Skullmaster to have his own, you know, his own time. Uh-huh. Like, maybe give him something, maybe throw him a bone. <laughs> but of course he is acted almost too well for this cartoon because he is portrayed by none other than Dr. Frankfurter, Pennywise, the clown, uh-huh. the butler from clue himself, Hell yeah. Tim Curry, one of the all timers, all timers of charisma on screen and apparently on mic as yeah. well. Wow. Goddamn. Gosh. Goddamn. Goddamn. Goddamn mom. <laughs> Mom, did you know it? Tim Curry? P- Pennywise. Can't tell you Pennywise himself playing with Skullmaster on Maymax. I mean, I mean, and most kids are, are big fans of Tim Curry and his work on stage and on screen up to that point. Uh-huh. How many how many Mighty Max play sets do you think they sold just off of Tim Curry being yeah, involved? Yeah, for sure, dude. Four. <laughs> and you definitely want someone like Tim Curry to deliver lines like Skullmaster has. Well, he, he commands a lava beast, which yeah. is kind of like... <laughs> The character Clayface from Batman, where he's just like a big, like molten, uh, like gelatinous humanoid shape that kind of squishes over here and there. It's like if the blob became a human form, kind uh-huh, of. Yeah. Uh, he he's commanding this lava beast. Talking about Mighty Max here, <laughs> the the child, the child star of this show. Uh-huh, yeah. Bring me his beating heart. Bring me his beating heart, and I'll beat it raw. This show, I don't know, I don't know how one, why, 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 the show is not edgy in a lot of ways, right? It's like, it's not like they're really pushing like subversive messages through. Right. It's a pretty standard fucking boy running around with a monster show, a red hat (laughs) show. It's just mini MAGA Uh running around being MAGA Jr. (laughs) It's a pretty standard kids action adventure show, but this show was noted for having it's not even about the violence of the show. I think that might have been an issue, too. But, I mean, you're usually fighting monsters, so who cares? Yeah. It's the violence of the language. Because this comes up more than once where they're saying things like, I will kill you. Uh. I will fucking kill you. I mean, let's see if I can. But, like, <laughs> like, I mean, Skeletor on, on He-Man is going to say, I will be the ruler and He-Man will go away. Like, yeah. he never says, He-Man will die at my hand and I will step on his skull. Yeah. You never get. I mean, one, just kill. Yeah. Just don't say you're going to kill the hero, yeah. the child hero, nor do you talk about how you're going to take eat parts of their heart. Eat their anatomy. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's I love it. It's That's great. That's Tim Curry shit, bro. I mean, he probably wrote that in. He's like, if you're going to have me play this, yeah. you need to 
up the ante a bit and like, you know, let me be really bad. Tim's like, really where bad. are the skulls at? Yeah. Where are the bones? I, I can't imagine. I can imagine him either completely writing it off and being like, yes, whatever. Just give me the words and like, uh-huh. it's a no acting yeah. required kind of thing. Or he's like ad libbing the shit out of it. Well, I think, I think he would take the writers of the director to task. He's like, which skulls has he mastered? <laughs> what are we talking about? Just like, you know, cause you, it, what were you supposed to play? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> But you want Tim, if you're going to have to, if you're going to say shit like that, you want it coming out of Tim Curry's mouth because it will sound Shakespearean. Yeah. And it and, is. And maniacal. <laughs> you're a worm. <laughs> An insect. And <laughs> nothing. So the lava beast ambushes Mighty Max. <laughs> Back to it. Back to it. Yeah. Ambushes Mighty Max at the Mini Mart, which oh, yeah. uh, to point it out is another classic 1990s setting. Yes. I mean, clerks. Uh, everybody meets at mini marts. Uh-huh. Everybody hangs out at mini marts. <laughs> Me and my friend did that at the Chevron that was like central to the various schools in the area. Hell just yeah. cause I think cause we had seen clerks and we wanted to ape those guys. Yeah. And we didn't do anything cause neither of us were bad kids. Uh-huh, we just kind of right. hung out there and people yeah. would get gassed and say, Hey, there you are. Nice to see you. Another good hangout spot for kids, uh, was the arcade for me. As a that child, is a good bro. one. Yeah. yeah. The tilt. It was called the tilt badass oh, at the man. mall, but you're not supposed to tilt. That's the thing. Correct. Yes. But it was called the tilt. What, what mall was that? Northeast Mall. Yep. Yep. Or Townies? Uh, Northeast. Northeast. Yeah. What's that? Uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Fort Worth boy. So it was out there in Funky Town, Hearst. Well, now, okay. <laughs> You're changing it up. Well, I mean, I mean, it's it's like Fort Worth and Hearst. Like they, they, no, they're close to, you're right. They I'm are out of here. Bye. Hearst is a part of it. For those that don't live in the area, the Metro, the Dallas Metroplex, Hearst is a part of a, a trinity of places that, <laughs> People often don't want to live. Don't, should, should not live, right? Yeah. <laughs> Hearst, Bedford, and Euless, also known as useless amongst uh, people who yeah. live there. I yeah. didn't come up with this. Yeah. I, it's not me. I, I have lived in Euless briefly, uh, so have. I'm not, I'm yeah. not even really trying to talk shit. But to say, like, well, you know, like, Fort Worth, well, a, so, a metropolitan city, Hearst, same thing. No. Close, <laughs> close. So so I grew up in Wataga, so it literally went Wataga to North Richmond Hills to Hearst. It's literally like five, five to six minutes driving. Yeah. Boom. There I didn't go. hear Fort Worth in that. <laughs> what you just said. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I live in Texas, so basically I live in Louisiana. True. This is, True. I'm basically an Arkansasian. You don't like this, do you? I love it. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. <laughs> Lava Beast chasing Mighty Max. Mighty Max, of course, is on a bicycle. Uh, surprised they didn't put it on a skateboard. Thought that was a bold move on their part to not go with your... They they wanted to uh, buck the trend and not gleam the cube oh, by choosing oh, a bicycle shit. instead nice. of a skateboard. Yeah, nice. We get one of these these gems of a Mighty Max line, which is... Faster than bye-bye, whatever you is. <laughs> T2 reference. <laughs> Ocelot, bye-bye, whatever you is. Yeah, nice. Um, yeah, no, no thank you. <laughs> He's doing some real X Games level uh, tricks on this he bike, is, like he, jumping no, up on fences up, and balancing yeah, all that good shit. It, yeah. yeah, being chased. He's about to hit a wall. Lava Beast is going to catch up with them. Luckily, the hat springs into action. Hell yeah. Automatically opens a portal in the side of the house. Max goes through and comes out the other end. Well, first, it's important to highlight. He has to go through what's on the other side of pretty much every portal. 
Right. right? Yeah. Pretty much in Carmen San Diego, similar thing. On the other side of a portal, there is always a kaleidoscopic world of colors and shapes yep. that you will fall through while screaming. Uh-huh. And Max does. Yeah. Fall through it and screams. <laughs> then comes out on the other side in what looks like a wasteland. Yep. Desert. Doesn't look good. Apparently, it's Mongolia. Yeah. <laughs> is Mongolia just a, a desert? I don't know. Travis. <laughs> I know. You don't know? I, I don't. Right. Well... I don't think it is. Come out the other side of the portal in what we later find out is Mongolia. I don't know what's going on in Mongolia these days. If this is like a, if this is them making fun of Mongolia <laughs> in some way, if this is a caricature of like, yeah, Mongolia is kind of dry or something. Right. And now it looks like a fucking desert in our uh. cartoon, but just not what I associate with Mongolia looking like. Um, falls out into this rocky desert area. And of course, this is when. He meets his two chums. Oh, yeah. His two new best friends, the stuffy bird man in robes and the big stoic bruiser with the sword, Virgil and Norman. They come into our lives Oh, as they come into Max's life. Inner stage left. Virgil, beautifully portrayed by a Shakespearean actor who has appeared in cartoons we've covered before. His name is Tony Jay. If you recall, he played Megabyte, the bad guy on Reboot. Hell the, yeah. You know, who yeah. sounded like Frasier, basically. Yeah. yeah. Just, <laughs> this. I enjoy being a villain. But now, uh-huh. he's less He's less like sexually evil. You're right. Erotically evil, sinister, than he is more just like a little stuck up. A little, and he's not even that much. He still keeps it likable. Hell yeah. It's nice. Yep. Yeah. 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 Do you know who plays Norman? I do not. Okay. Lay it on me, big boy. Did you ever watch the sitcom? It's actually come back recently with a new season, but it's a very old sitcom. Night Court? Hell yeah. Okay. Definitely watch some Night Court. Okay. When you think of Night Court, is there like a, a visual of a particular character that you remember? Yeah, the bald, the big bald guy. Yeah, Bull. His name was Bull. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> And the actor's name is Richard Mole. Okay, and that is the set actor? And that is That's who portrays awesome, It's dude. a perfect casting. One, his voice sounds great. He, yeah. It's like man of few words anyway. Uh-huh. Sounds great. But he's six eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, so yeah. fucking big. And I was just reading about him real quick. Uh, he was he was a good part of that show. Very tall man. I just assumed he had to be a bald, a bald man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, he had shaved his head for something, some other part, when he auditioned for the night court role. And they liked it. And so he just kept shaving They're it. like, keep it. And now it's like. If you know who Richard Mole is, you only think of him being bald, I'm sure. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And you can hear the baldness on Dude, this. That's cool. That's voice cool. I at least guessed the right. Hey, you got <laughs> it that worked one. Out, yeah, bro. You got that one. <laughs> only with a minimal amount of, uh-huh. <laughs> of yeah, breadcrumbing. Right? Of <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pretty quickly, we established the dynamic uh-huh. of what's going to happen. Virgil is kind of the. He sets the goals. Right. He sets the goals of we got to go here. You got to do this. And Virgil's going to stay quiet until monsters show up and also like kind of frown at Max when he makes a joke. And I would, too, feel like I'm kind of the Virgil in this situation because <laughs> I'd be frowning at Max. <laughs> Virgil leads Max to a rock. The hat starts fizzling with energy. Another portal opens. We go through a sequence where they're going to explain unnecessarily this little mythology of prophecy and shit like that as they just kind of go from place to place the sphinx india france always by portal the map that virgil is using is a physical map of locations of portals portal it's not just that the hat can open a portal to wherever you have to 
get to those portals. It's like know? going to a bus stop. Yeah. It's like, where are the bus stops? Okay, well, that one only goes to this place, this place. So they have to, at one point, at the end, they're in Australia, uh-huh. and they're 50 miles away from the nearest portal. This doesn't seem efficient. Right. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to make portals, uh-huh. maybe it was difficult to make portals. But I don't know. I mean, it's it makes sense for the show because you don't just want to like make it so you can go anywhere anytime. Right. Yeah. But I mean, the fact that, well, they say that the portals are the transportation of the gods. Uh-huh. And the gods, maybe to the gods, that's not that far a distance, 50 yeah. miles. Maybe the gods liked walking. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. They were just walkers. Uh-huh. They're like mall walkers. The <laughs> earth was their mall. <laughs> Of course, this is when Virgil explains that this is the cosmic cap and gives no further explanation other than the name of it. And then he calls Max the mighty, mighty Max. And Max doesn't like it. This is this is a thing at this time we had in the Carmen San Diego episode yep. where the brother calls his sister sis. It's a completely benign name. It is just a shortening of your relationship. She doesn't like it to the point of rage. Right. 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 Here's how you show you're cool. Don't call me what you just called me. Uh-huh. Don't fuck it. Don't do it. Don't call me that. Call me another thing. Call me the thing I want you to call me. Um, he says, Yeah, but this mighty stuff, it sounds wussy. And that really hit my ears wrong. Uh-huh. Because when I was a kid, yeah. and I had just heard someone call somebody a wussy, I said it in front of my parents. Okay. And I... I don't know if they misheard me or they just thought it was too close to pussy. But you got hit. I just got in trouble. You you really took it to a high level that I think you know wasn't going to be the case. And that I would never say was the case. You're like, Travis, then I got knocked in the next Thursday. You're like, and then you were physically abused. I'm like, well, that's funny that you you jumped right to that. No, I got in fucking trouble. My mom's like, don't say that. That's a bad word. Uh I was like. I was genuinely like offended that I'm like, no, no, wussy just means like a wuss, similar you know, to a wuss. Pop that wussy. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, then, then I, then it's I was like that movie. It's like that song, Wet Ass Wussy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, pull that wussy open. What? I don't know. <laughs> No, that's the best third beat you could have of that. Hell yeah. Is a- <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so it just it just struck me as yeah. another example of the language on the show pushing pushing us uh-huh. a bit yeah I, I really don't think you were gonna you're not gonna hear a wussy on captain planet wheeler's yeah. not gonna call somebody a wussy yeah say yeah. something's wussy like as edgy as that guy was uh. what were they trying to do over there <laughs> and what more might they have done had they stayed on the air for if longer tim curry had his way if tim curry had mm-hmm. his way yeah i would like to see tim curry's like script notes yeah on his character and others he's probably making notes he's like more wussy uh-huh more wussy <laughs> do you like to eat wussy <laughs> <laughs> some guys are embarrassed about it for some yeah, reason yeah. I don't understand it's yeah. like mafia guys apparently don't like to do it yeah, but they, yeah. they all do it they yeah. just won't talk about it according yeah, to Sopranos sure. yeah I'm good I'm good with it I'm good with it <laughs> it's not like you're turning it down I'm good, I'm good. no yeah. thanks yeah, I'll send it back <laughs> take a little bit <laughs> finally the final portal through this, this web of portals dumps them back at Max's house. Mom's still not home. I know she shows up in the show, but she's rarely going to be in it, I would imagine. Right. 
at the house, they're they're talking about how there's a a special place. What are they talking about? Like a basement, essentially. A basement, yes. They call it a basement, and he's like, "Look, we don't have a fucking basement. Yeah, I've lived, lived in this here house for X years, all my years. years. Yeah." yeah. <laughs> um, and then Norman just rips off a piece of drywall and there is like a medieval door behind it. Yeah. A secret door to a secret basement beneath uh-huh. this house. Maybe that's, maybe it was a cheaper house because it had a secret basement. Right. Although you, you would think that basement yeah, space would, that makes sense. would up the price, but <laughs> yeah, they go down there. It looks like a tomb. There's like a big skull face at the end that kind of looks like skull master. They say, don't go in there. Skull yeah. master's in there. Yeah. Why are you showing me this shit? Like, yeah. why are we down here? What are we going to accomplish? Well, here's the problem. The lava beast is caught up to them at this point and is going to tackle Max, probably burning him alive. Uh-huh, right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but Virgil, not Norman, but Virgil, the bird, gets in the way. He's tackled through a portal into the Skullmaster zone, yeah. wherever that may be. <laughs> and Mighty Max decides steadfastly that he will do this. He will go after the lava beast in Skullmaster's realm. I guess a chosen one's got to do what a chosen one's got to do. Well, here's to saving the world and mom and my friends and Virgil. And Virgil, uh, the chicken man I just met an uh, hour ago. Right? Yeah. <laughs> he was not particularly nice to me. I mean, I do. I guess as a kid, you meet a kid that like likes the same video game as you and your best friends by the end of the school day. Yeah. So maybe if he was younger, he would attach to the chicken man this much, but uh, I feel like he's just, he just wants to impress Norman. Uh, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Norman, Norman, such an American, like Norman Rockwell is what uh, I think of when I hear Norman. That's like a weird name for just like a man with a sword. It is Norman. Yeah. It yeah. could have, it could have tried harder. You guys weirding out later. Not yeah. just Norman. <laughs> So they end up at Skull Mountain, which uh, we have Snake Mountain here, as we well do. as Gray, uh, Castle Gray Skull. So again, it, this is just a Skeletor rip. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> Skull, Skull Mountain, which is beneath somebody's earth. He's got these giant machines that are like digging through. Yeah, that's that's what makes me think it's on earth, too. Yeah. They have these big digging machines that He's look digging, like- yeah. Yeah, they look like the things- um, Teenage Mutant Ninja yes, Turtles. Dimension yeah, X, the Technodrome, like yeah. the little drilly things, except they have big bug legs on them. Yeah. So all that's going on. Yeah, I think they're under the earth. Uh, Fuck, we got to do this whole episode over. Yeah, okay. You ready to start? Damn it. All right, press the music. <laughs> Lava everywhere, rocks, under the earth. Technodromes. We all know the hollow earth. We've now accepted it. It's in our blood. It's in Uh our brains. Yeah. Immediately, rock monsters are on the scene. Norman's fighting them off. (laughs) There is, for some reason, a bone elevator that looks like like a spinal column and some ribs Uh that they take to get further up into the place, which immediately reminded me of Filmation Ghostbusters. When they're putting on all their clothes and they're going through this fucking frightening you know dressing sequence where every like th- giant skeleton hands are putting clothes on them yeah yeah yeah. they also fall down into a, a slide that leads down into further into horror hell, later right. yeah, yeah and it's like this is all ghostbusters this is all yeah. filmation ghostbusters <laughs> max and norman get separated norman is taking care of these rock monsters and that's when skull master finally confronts the chosen one yes. mighty max himself Skullmaster stands about, I don't know, eight feet over right. Mighty Max. Uh-huh. This could be over in three seconds if yeah. he would just walk the walk. And quit talking. And quit talking because his talk is heavy, hot and heavy, yeah. violent, murderous. Uh-huh. But his actions are slow. So he is just kind of walking and talking at Max uh-huh. about to kill him and not doing it. He does laugh at Max, which I really wish would have hit Max a little bit more. Yeah. Because 
his ego needs a little a little bit of a, a wounding, I think. Yeah, Just yeah, to knock yeah. it down a little. Yeah, for sure. There's there is this problem that Virgil keeps telling Max, you're the chosen one. You are destined to win, to encourage him, which is like a it's good to encourage the kid. But I also feel like one, it's giving him a complex of, oh, well, I'm the chosen one. Yeah, so like I anything lose, I do is right? good. Yeah. Also, you may be putting him in danger. It's like, well, I'm the chosen one, so I can like touch live wires and it's no problem. Oh, yeah. I'm not destined to die by electrocution. Yeah. <laughs> lay off even if that's true, lay off of it. Don't let him know. Don't tell somebody that they're so so handsome. You know, it goes to their head. Yeah, for Don't sure. Don't do it, Travis. I know. Listen, I'm Stop guilty. telling me. Dude, guilty as charged. <laughs> Max manages to get away from Skullmaster. He's running all over this inner world skull cave. He saves Virgil. Center Earth. Cent- yeah, <laughs> center of the, the Earth. Center Earth. Center Earth. <laughs> he goes and saves Virgil, who's just hanging on for dear life over some lava. Uh, if I'm hanging over lava for more than five minutes. Oh, man. I'm, yeah, I'm done. Even if, if my I'm body parched, allowed me just to. Just parched. Yes, I would I would say I'm so thirsty I'm going to just let myself drop into the lava because I'll never <laughs> be able to get enough water in my body right. over this. Yeah. <laughs> They regroup with Norman. Now all they, I guess all they're trying to do is get away from Skullmaster. Uh. It's too much. He's got too many monsters. It's a scary place. Let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah. There is a portal. It is midair <laughs> over a lava waterfall. Yeah. So like the worst place for yeah. a portal. Yeah. There's not a, not a worse place it may, for it to be. It may be that there, at some point this area looked different and there's been some remodeling <laughs> since the portal was installed. <laughs> and now it just doesn't make any sense. And all that digging he's doing. I mean, I'm yeah. sure it, yeah. Well, I ended Definitely. up on like, I was driving the other day back from kind of a country area. I wasn't paying attention. I ended up on a road that actually ended and I shouldn't be on it. It nice. says like road ends. Yeah, and nice. I was like, oh, I'm on the phone and there's kind of high grass and I'm just off to the side of the highway, uh, but I'm in grass now and I'm not an off-road driver. That's uh, that's not my thing really. I am in a truck, but I'm not really trying to be off-roading. Uh, I drove in that grass for about 10 minutes while I'm on the phone because <laughs> I, I didn't want to admit to the person I'm talking to that I need to get off the phone uh-huh. to figure out how to get my truck back onto the highway. Nice. And now, were you talking to me during this? <laughs> I could have been. It's you, possible. Just know you can always let me go real quick. No, to say, no, no to I'll never. It. Okay. I'll never be that vulnerable with you. Okay, gotcha. I'll never admit a driving mistake. That's for sure. Uh, but the, at some point, though, that road must have existed. Uh-huh. Like it's like this was a good idea, and it's just like right there next to the actual exit as like a trap for people like me who are on the phone. Yeah, and who will never, who won't just stop and say, "Oh, I've gone the wrong direction. <laughs> I should stop and turn around." Uh, so maybe that's what happened with the. You know, they just like they they had a road and then they stopped building it out to this portal over the lava waterfall. I don't know. But the problem is they got all these monsters at their heels and they got Skullmaster. He's He's catching up to him. Yeah. He says, I'll rip your limbs from your body and slowly suck the marrow from your bones. He is not using metaphor. (laughs) He is being explicit. In the torturous acts, dude. Tim Curry. Tim Curry is something else. Man. I love that. I love that we give all the credit for this to Tim Curry. That he came in like I'm not doing this role unless this guy's threatening people and their bodily harm that will come to them. Not, not enough marrow uh, marrow drinking. Yeah. going on in these tunes. He might have been. I mean, I guess it. The miniseries was maybe like 90, uh-huh. so maybe he's like fresh off that, and that's just kind of he's still embodying that character a bit. <laughs> so maybe he was like like, can we make him more bloodthirsty? Can we talk about the bones? Can we talk about the child's bones? Uh-huh, yeah. Yes. This is a child, right? Okay, great. Uh, as Pennywise, I did terrify and murder children. So, yeah. listen, if Stephen King wrote this, yeah. 
Stephen King should have been brought yeah. in as an advisor at yeah. least. Yeah. yeah, an associate director or associate producer or something like that. <laughs> Stephen King's Mighty Max starring uh-huh. Tim Curry. Oh, dude. Hell yeah, baby. Dude. He knows how to write kids. Bro, I'm in. interesting situations. I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> He's in interesting situations. Here are my fa- three favorite Stevens. Steven Spielberg, Stephen King, Stephen Carpenter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a callback just for you and me. Yeah, baby. No one else remembers. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> Virgil and Norman, I guess, kind of, they're just at a loss of what to do here. I think the lesson here is that Max's superpower is his brashness. Uh-huh. Like he's just going to make impulsive decisions because he's an 11 or 12 year old. He jumps into one of these tunneling machines we're talking about that should be in Dimension X. Yes. Probably taken from Dimension X. Yeah. There are portals around. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Hops in it and uses it first to fight off this army of monsters and then rides it through on the lava waterfall and they jump off of that into the portal. Oh man. Hail Mary. Fuck yeah, man. That's, that's a, a big Mary. risk. That's a Hail Mary. Like, what else are you going to do? Hail Mary. That's a Hail Mary. If you say Hail Mary into the mirror three times. Uh-huh. Yeah. Tim in Curry the dark, appears. Tim Curry appears. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. They managed to jump into that portal and make it back to earth. Specifically yeah, Australia. Another, I guess the outback. Uh-huh. It's another desert. I think they're just reusing some it's backgrounds. Mongolia. It's Mongolia light. They're dumped in the middle of the Australian outback where it is, as we said before, 50 miles to the nearest portal. Yeah. But hey, it's a brisk walk. They may be having to walk a long distance, but Max has completed his hero's journey, uh-huh. accepting that he is Mighty Max uh-huh. because he has started to refer to himself as Mighty Max. Hell yeah. Accepting that whatever the fuck is going on with this prophecy and Skullmaster and everything else, his part in it. He's in. He's all in. He's in. Yep. He's in. You got him. <laughs> um, I was entertained by this cartoon. Yeah, same here. Don't think I need to watch any more of them. Okay. <laughs> I, I, myself, I mean, I'm, I'm open to it, I guess. Yeah. But I feel like we kind of got the gist of this one. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I'll probably watch, uh, I'll probably try to find that one zombie episode that I talked about earlier. Oh, that was a real thing? That's a real thing. I thought yeah. you were, you were no, just throwing no, that out there. No, there's a, yeah, there's a, there's a zombie one that okay. I remember, I remember catching a few glimpses of as okay. a, as a churin. Um, so I'd probably okay. should watch that in my own time. Well, good luck uh, yeah. because, well, humorous. Okay. So the, yeah. the show ran to 94. Like we said, it really just ran a year, but it was two seasons, 40 episodes. The series finale is weird. It apparently like Max kind of like fails, but then time resets and the whole series starts over again, but then it, it ends. Yeah. So he's like, okay, now you get to try to s- defeat Soulmaster again, which is kind of a weirdly meta dark way to end this kid's adventure show. Yeah. <laughs> this mini toy yeah. brand. Well, yeah, it's based on toys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mattel bought out Bluebird toys and then shut them down in 1998 when things just weren't going well. Uh, like they they basically said we're not going to ship any more product until you tweak it so that it sells better cuz it's time had passed and it did not sell better and so they shut it down in 98. So Max the Toys I guess had a better run than the cartoon that's how it tends to go. Hell yeah. There was a video game based on Mighty Max. It is universally hated. <laughs> Shit. Like, the, you know, yeah. it's your typical side scroller, like, you know, TMNT style, beat em up, whatever, as all these games were for these cartoon shows. But it, even for what it was, was not liked mm. at the time or now. Yeah. This series has never been released on DVD. In fact, the entire series was never released on VHS, even just episodes of it were. 
the comic book series that was based on it has never been reprinted. People want to forget about the Mighty Max. Jeez. They're tired of Mighty yeah. Max. If there was a Mighty Max statue at a school somewhere, they would pull it down and rename the school because <laughs> nice. there are people trying to forget Mighty Max existed. Yeah, we won't break, let them. <laughs> they'd break the statue, yeah. Yes, but like you can find it on VHS. We... We almost, found a sweet ass YouTube. Well, because we almost watched a very bad transfer that was like impossibly noisy. It was yeah. very bad on the ears. Yeah. There is, you can find these on YouTube under Mighty Max Remastered. Like and man, 15 of them. Oh, it's way better. Way, way, <laughs> yeah, way better. Way more watchable. But yeah, it seems like Mighty Max fell out of favor hard yeah, with man. this world. But if nothing else, Max did provide us with one more thing that really we should thank him for. Yeah. At the end of this episode, at the end of every episode of Mighty Max, Max brought us a little edutainment. <laughs> it's 1993. We may not be on PBS, but we got to get on this Carmen Sandiego yeah, train. Carmen Sandiego set some, set some trails. Yes. So we end this episode with Max sitting at, I assume, his mom's desk in uh. her archaeologist study or whatever, and he's flipping through an atlas. And bowls directly into facts about places we had traveled for two seconds yes. in this episode. Like they they were just, this stuff was all background. They were at the Taj Mahal in India for a, like again. Info, for an info dump. Yeah, second. just for a second. We're talking about anything but where we are. Yeah. And gives us some information on the Taj Mahal. In 1630, Shah Jahan started building it as a shrine for his wife. It took 20,000 men, 22 years to complete. You know, I think it'd take just about that long to clean my room. See you next week. This lasts all of 30 seconds. It is done with the energy of a government mandate. <laughs> like, you know, Barbara Bush just passed down that we have to do edutainment at the yes. end of this. So can we figure something out? And like, yeah, fine. Here's the bare minimum. Taj Mahal built four days, exactly. 500 people. Well, so my Max doesn't by. even seem, he doesn't seem excited about yeah. it, really. Yeah, and he's he, forced. He's forced to, to give us this, yeah. And it's also just something they barrel into without any pretense like it doesn't say like mighty max tips or trivia or something like that it's just like one more scene when the whole thing's over it just goes hey i'm flipping through an atlas check this out like he uh -huh. just found something on wikipedia or youtube he wants you to watch yeah that's what it would be now i'd be like guess what i found on wiki <laughs> hey kids at home check out this reddit thread i found it's about how to jailbreak your nintendo ds <laughs> also did you know that mongolia is a total desert now <laughs> Check you later. Thank you for hopping through the portal of your podcast player uh -huh. to join us in this this lush, lush. cartoon land of Days Past Tooncast. Yes. Coming along on this hero's journey. Do you feel mighty at the end of this episode? You should. Oh, yes. A accept your mightiness mm -hmm. if you've been denying it. <laughs> if you would like to receive your honorary master's degree in skulls, <laughs> Go on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you're listening to this podcast. Give us a five-star rating or whatever the highest rating is. Don't just stop at five if it goes to ten. And give us a written review. That will help us get the name, the word, the days past prophecy out into the world. And if you're listening right now, I think that's what you want. Yeah, you do. All right. And also, Twitter and Instagram at DPTuneCast. And you know what else is mighty out there, Will? What? Besides this podcast or this tune, I mean our website dptuncast.com it's mighty fine have yes. you ever uh seen places that have a sign that say 
Mighty Fine, like Mighty Fine Cleaners, uh. but it says M I G H T. Yeah. That's how they should have spelled Mighty Max. Mighty right. Max. Yep. Yeah. You're right, dude. Also, right. they could have done Mighty Max, M I T E Y Max, as in he's tiny. That would have that would have been the real. That's what they should have named the toy. Dude, you're right. God damn it. God damn. Get him on the phone. Oh, Bluebird, get, get your ass yeah. in here, you British, you limey shits. Blow the dust off it and let's let's get back into it. All right. Well, we're back on this uh, tune train, uh-huh. and uh, pretty soon we're gonna get back to the tradition of lobbing the ball back and forth, deciding what uh, cartoon comes up next. But we've made a decision already. That next time on the Days Past Tunecast, we're going to be covering uh, a true icon, a legend in the world of music and film and cartoons, and probably on a sleeping bag somewhere. Uh huh. <laughs> we're talking about that singing trio and their adopted human father, Alvin and the Chipmunks. Beautiful. Alvin and his Chipmunks uh-huh. will all be accounted for <laughs> next time on the Days Past Tunecast. Until that time. Hold on to your hats. Ah. <laughs> and tutor my tutor. Yeah, tutor my tutor. I saw the um the Super Mario Brothers movie on Friday. Oh no. I Another be, wearer I, of a red hat. Yes. Before you go pee. Do you, you're you have right. to admit that. Another no, wearer right. of a red that hat. Is the we're not canceling him. Yeah. So we're not gonna cancel Max. <laughs> oh, make him Both have M's. M's red hats. Damn it. Uh-huh. Good connection.